episode of the Mental Bro Science Podcast. <laughs> I say that because I tend to speak on things without doing any research or I or any factual based knowledge. I try to come from uh, information from things that I've seen, and I believe my intelligence is one where I see patterns consistently over a course of time. I'm able to pretty accurate deduce somebody and their intentions and who they are and fortunately being a man I'm privy to being around a lot of narcissistic men that on the surface they're definitely the life of the party they're the one that everyone looks to they're mostly the people that are looking for that energy to be the man in the room and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think that, you know, in our society nowadays, it's been labeled as toxic masculine, masculinity. I don't know why I'm having problems talking, but I don't understand that, right? I mean, I don't, uh, hold on for a second. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Doing work while I'm doing this, sorry. And I understand narcissism. I understand how it looks. I've seen it. It's very ugly. And my beginnings of being exposed to it was with friends. When I would see friends that were, were beautiful women, that were loyal to them, and that were willing to do anything and everything, but then these men would disregard them, would gaslight them, would, they, they would, they, there was just a level of, verbal abuse and manipulation that was unwarranted and i'm not even talking about the men that on top of that the narcissistic men there's men that hit their women too because they feel that empowered right and i and i and, and, you know when we talk about narcissism and I, that's a that's a word that's been thrown around right but it's understanding when you're dealing with a man that it's all about himself and Part of that is him exuding very uh, primal male traits that are very attractive to women. And I know that's the reason why women fall for the narcissistic man because they are generally attracted to the primal energy of that person exuding alpha male traits things that women look for safety for security right for protection for and then you add that the charm being able to hold the room and everyone's eyeballs is on that man that's attractive to a woman the way a man carries himself the way he dresses the way he speaks the way all these things on top of that energy that's being exuded the narcissistic men know that they know the formula to reel in a woman to get them intoxicated with the way they do things and, and, and then that translates in addition to that that primal energy translates into the sex so for a woman i mean she's being digmatized she is being love bombed and and given this attention and magic but then when the guy pulls the rug off he's like oh you know she realizes that this man is wanted to be controlling, is verbally abusive, uses gaslighting, is manipulative, is suppressing your light as a woman. 
when you're supposed to be something or you want to be something special collectively as a unit and he's suppressing that because there is a fear of you shining above him men are very insecure especially men like that you don't see oprah with a billionaire right i mean you you these women have to come down with men that are uh, i guess not equal in status because the men and, and, and I'm not saying that, it, it, you know, I'm all over the place here. But what I'm trying to convey is that narcissism is a trait that women are attracted to, but is not a formula that is conducive to a healthy long-term relationship. And the and, and talking as a man, the, the reverse of that flip of the coin, as far as what men from all walks of life can be lured into is the sexual appeal of a woman and it's not necessarily how she dresses it's how she carries the room so like uh, i think of a marilyn monroe that those are the stories with her right uh there, there are just women in our society that uh, you know and i and i've known women i've dated women i've talked to women that they have that magic i i i know you have that magic you have that magic as a woman where you show up to the room and you make everyone magical around you. Well, guess what? That uniqueness of you, that specialty of you, is going to attract a narcissistic man. Because guess what? A narcissistic man, sometimes, I say if not all the time, is attracted to a different energy that's unique, that is very similar to them. They like somebody that exudes the confidence that they have that they can match them to a level, right? And, and they enjoy them, they find that unique and they fall in love. And it, But then what happens is the core base of narcissism in the guy comes into play. So once they were able to get the woman and have this magic, then they realize, well, I'm a man and I'm the alpha and you do as I say, they become now, you're not gonna steal my show. You're, you are a co-star to this show that's starring me. And anytime you as a woman showcase that magic, showcase that light to the world, guess what? I'm not going to be happy about it because it's about me. And the man is going to go ahead and gaslight you and to make you think, no, you're not being respectful to our relationship. You're acting whorish. You know, all these shameful language terms that are always used by narcissistic men to make a woman question her magic to question her self-worth right and when when you when you have that and you step into that reality it's very hard because for all of us as we know when we get into a relationship when we get into a commitment we our emotions our, our hope for a better future is something that is it's very constant in our mindset. We're not going into a relationship for it to fail. So when we are in those trenches and we're seeing, or as a woman, seeing a man evolve into the ugly side of narcissism, the side that he doesn't show the world, he is, that's when you have to check out of Dodge. And, you know, I will be having these conversations more and more with my daughter as she gets older. But for right now, I leave it with her like this. 
Just date a nice guy. Date a nice guy that's respectful. That from the moment he sees you, he treats you as his equal. He treats you as a person, not as an object, not as somebody that's going to do as he says, right? There, there, there just has to be a level of nurturing and wholesome love that a man has to have for his partner for it to have long term. I'm not, I've seen it, I've seen it at all times. I mean, there, the, the formula that I wanted to follow was based on what I saw the long, healthy relationships in my life were. They were each other's best friends. That was the thing that I, the constant theme that I saw with every relationship. They weren't bickering and arguing all the time. They were bickering and arguing like friends, like friends would. But they had so much love for each other. And they could they couldn't stand not be with each other, whether it was a person doing golf or going to a comedy show, or, or even when they're apart for a long time, like the person would be like, hey, hey, I kind of, I I kind of, I, I, I you know, I, I wanna, I, I can't be without you. I have I have you near with me. So this this is this magnet attraction to each other from a friendship that I want to share life with with you not because I want to control you not because I want to impose my views onto you as to how you need to be right and that's the thing that that women don't understand is that when they have that magic and that light and and they're always questioning why I'm always attracting narcissistic men because you are exuding a quality that most women do not exude in the same environment and and when you are unique in that in that showcase that it makes you different than the other women that narcissistic man is going to be all about it but eventually what's going to happen is he's going to try to impose how he wants you to be but keep that magic but keep it only to him and and, and do it in a way that he feels is respecting his space as the alpha and you know that looks different to everybody but i think that's where the sad thing about women is like that for my daughter i want her to know that i want her to know that look narcissistic men are going to be the charming love bombing they're from the get-go from the get-go if they're like that watch the fuck out and it's and I'm all for diving into it, but when you see the red flags of a narcissistic man, you have to pull out because I'll, and, you know, I tell this to my daughter as well, control. Relationships is a control of ideologies. That's really what a lot of these relationships that are around us, it comprises of that. And some of them are not as healthy as others because their value systems and their constitutions are not aligned. And it's a constant battle. The woman trying to have the guy uh, be more of, of what she expects and vice versa. And narcissistic men are very good at pounding a woman over the head. They're very fucking good. And a woman, because she loves the way she does and wants to and loves that energy, it's really all about the energy. It's that energy of them feeling feminine, of feeling ravaged, of feeling, you know, like I, I am in in front of uh, something that I respect and admire, and I want to evolve with this this person, this soul, right? 
I, I, and, and I, and I, and I get all of that, but I try to warn women all the time that when you are in that mode, when you are, and, and you realize, uh, and, you know, as women get older, they realize of, of the gaslighting and they realize of all these things that men do to court women of their caliber. It's, it's just, it's just letting them know, Hey, when you see it, that's what it is. And, you know, some men are very good about hiding it. I've seen men hide it uh, when it came to, when it came to, uh, they, they started showcasing after marriage or they started showcasing after they, they moved in together, this level of control. And I always told that to my daughters that you, you want a man that not only respects you for who you are as a person, but supports you for your journey, supports you for the journey that you want to take in life as an individual. And of course, that doesn't exclude your partner, but it just means that you have a personal goal that you want to attain in life. And that goal may not include me in it. And that's okay. But I know that I'm part of it in some way, shape, or form. Right? So, but men, narcissistic men, are not able to accept that. They're not able, and I tell my daughter all the time that you want to be with a man that whenever you express your goals to him or desires or ambitions that he's supportive of that that he's able to step outside of it and say you know what even though that may not be what i want with, with you as far as uh how i want you to be if that's what makes you happy and you feel that in return that's going to benefit us and it's going to benefit our love i'm all in i trust you i trust you and conversely you got to get that same trust back you have to as a woman you have to give that man that confidence to go out into the world and conquer in the way that he deems fit and but but i think the reality is with we're talking about narcissism and and the toxicity and why certain women attract that it's because you're you're magical when you are magical as a woman when you're exuding something that is really different than most it's it's hard for that man in that room to say you know what this is different this is different i need to explore this but ultimately they're going to come back and be the way that they want to be which is controlling telling you how to be be subservient but to a level where is devaluing your shine and i think that for all of us and i'll leave with this when and especially for women that i that i've talked to over the years they have worked on themselves, they have done the work, they have gone so far in life with, with their mental state and are in a level of clarity of understanding who they are and how they want to move in life and, and have goals and ambitions and you're still wanting to find love in that in that journey. But then that person that comes in your life is really hindering or not helping with that cause of your personal goals and it's all about them and it's all about devaluing your goals and that's where you have to check out because in in, a, in the relationships that we all see there there's there's no perfect formula but the one thing you see is that there is unconditional support and acceptance of each other there isn't any judgment any shame shaming any you may not agree with things that are being said Right. But 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 the healthy relationship is one where we're able to receive and take 
and collaborate as a unit because you i mean as humans we work better collectively as a group that's how we were able to survive and beat those fucking dinosaurs <laughs> and beat the winter storms because we did things collectively as a group and i feel when we get away from that when we get away from that understanding that we're all collectively all in this together it's um it's a very disappointing because we make it about ourselves and i'm not saying that you can't think of yourself but man when you have a special someone in your life when you have somebody that is uh, one of uh, a magical person that is great i'm always going to look at it and say you deserve better and i have done that And, and i've lost friendships because of that because i've gone to women that i saw a man that I knew a friend that treated like woman like shit. And and in the middle of it, I would tell them, look, I love my dude, but you're getting fucked. You don't need to be treated like this. You could do better. And I try and, and none of them, you know, they, they just kind of like uh, they went on their own path. But the goal with that was to let them know that, you know, reminding them of somebody that was like, hey, you need to be treated better. You can be treated better. And don't settle for somebody that doesn't value your shine, that doesn't allow you to be yourself and not trust that your commitment is to him. Don't let that happen. It's like you deserve better. You have been through so much as a woman. Don't let that, don't let that hold you back. And you know, and I and I see that not in a way of okay like a woman come to me per se you don't get me wrong i was attracted to some of them but it was more of of a reminder because like i said it always comes back to the experiences i saw my mom deal with when i saw my mom deal with the abuse the physical abuse and when i know my dad now knowing he's a charmer knowing that i'm not saying he's narcissistic i don't know i don't know him well enough to know that but and because he's older now so but to say that he was different in his 30s is very accurate but i could see that i could see the charm i could see that certain things can be toxic traits and then when you're trying to impose your will on somebody you know i don't know you know i don't know what the magic of that but i but what i i stand up for women when i feel they're not being respected as you know i talk shit about women too but i also talk shit about men and that's the ugly part of men that i don't prescribe to i don't prescribe to controlling i don't prescribe to shameful language i don't prescribe to talking down to a woman or being controlling it's like whatever you give me great that's who you are great let's go let's go let's figure it out and let's somehow work on this magic that works for both of us right and you have to remove resentment you have to remove jealousy you have to remove control you have to remove anger you have to remove ego from a future connection with somebody and unfortunately the narcissistic men are not able to do that they're not able to give it time this ain't my body